Hey guys, welcome to another episode of More Than a Podcast. It's your host, James, coming back to give you guys more of the greatness as always. So let's jump right in. Uh, today, we're going to have a really uh, awesome episode because I've been thinking about this one for a little while now. And I think that it's been uh, something that has gathered a lot more steam with uh, the recent activities within this uh, particular ecosystem. And what are we going to talk about today? We are going to be talking about cloud gaming services. That's right, cloud gaming services, the bane of every console owner's existence. <laughs> uh, but I, I definitely think that there are um, some notable things that everybody needs to understand about cloud gaming services. And what I want to uh, explain through um, you know, delivering all the details about these different services is uh, the benefits and how they can potentially uh, help you experience more games or just games in a different way. So let's jump in. Um, this past week, uh, I was actually given the invitation to um, to the Amazon Luna. Um, you know, I put a, you know, I went ahead and registered for the invitation and I got it. It was really funny because I I just happened to tell myself when, you know, I was I was like, why haven't I heard anything from Amazon? And I go through my um, email and of course, there, there's nothing that, you know, is at, you know, at eye level. And so I just try, type in a search box, Amazon Luna, and it brings up this one thing. Here's your invitation. I'm like, wow, that was. And the, the funny thing is, is that the invitation had came a day ago. So. And I don't know what's, I, I think it's a little weird, um, but the invitations only last for seven days, um, which I, I guess, I guess if, well, no, no, it doesn't make any sense because you could just tell people that, you know, um, the, the invitation services is only going to run up until, you know, a certain date, but, you know, I, I don't know how long they're passing out seven day invitations that would run up to a particular date or if they'll just cut it off altogether. Like, I, I don't know, but um, I know a couple of people who said they got invitations, but they weren't able to make that uh seven day, uh, you know, caveat. So they didn't get in, but I, um, I got in and I played and <clears throat> you know what, what, what I want to kind of go over is a lot of the, differences and a lot of the details when it comes to uh what they offer versus some of the other uh cloud services so um i know i i know i said this on the live show so if you listen to the live show uh you're pretty much gonna hear uh the same thing but um what's cool is that amazon luna they offer 50 they offered me 53 games right out the bat um so you sign up for their service um, for the trial, um, and after the trial, it will be uh, five ninety nine. So five ninety nine, and you get fifty three games out of the gate. And I'm, I gotta say that out of the fifty three games, you know there were about twenty three, twenty four games that I for sure wanted to play. Now I'll critique, I'll critique the uh, service in saying this: out of those fifty three games, there are probably only. I want to say three, maybe four serious AAA titles that, you know, like you, you kind of say, yeah, I, I'm going to buy this because I definitely want to play this title. But 
I don't know. Like, like I wasn't like, okay, so like control is one of them. And I've, I, you know, I've owned control on the PS4 already. And, you know, I currently own it on the Nintendo switch, um, which is offered through a cloud service. Uh, not a very good one, but it's offered through a cloud service. And yeah, there, there was on uh, Amazon Luna and, you know, I mean, that's cool, but you know, like <clears throat> it, it didn't seem to have the same robust offering as let's say uh, Google Stadia, but we'll we'll get there. So um, so yeah, five ninety nine, and they off they also offer a um, controller that you can buy that during their invitation uh, window uh, is forty nine ninety nine, and it'll go to fifty nine ninety nine once they roll out worldwide. Um, and it is a controller that does uh, look like the um it, it has the pro i quote unquote pro controller layout so it looks like you know your nintendo switch pro controller or it looks like your uh xbox controller but it's done in the colors and hue of the amazon luna which is purple and it's the only controller that they have so <clears throat> you know if you if you don't like purple then you're going to get stuck um you know with with their kind of <clears throat> you know their language or there there are that basically you're just you just got to go with what they give you and that's just that they also have a phone clip uh that you can use to play the games on mobile but uh you know it, it's it's nothing different than what i've seen offered through other services now amazon luna in itself <clears throat> 699 or 599 seems like a good deal 53 games i've actually seen it seen the 53 games increase to 55 they added two more games uh over this past week and so <clears throat> the one thing that i do understand is that games are going to be increasing now uh one of the things about cloud gaming services <clears throat> is that you have to claim games you know they don't just it's it's basically it's basically the same thing like your uh <clears throat> like your playstation plus where you have to, you know, like they'll tell you what game, what games they're offering you for free. And you make the choice on whether you want it or you don't. Um, so it's like that. And what that leads me to believe is that these games will eventually <clears throat> revolve and, you know, basically be replaced by other offerings so we'll see i am looking forward to that because i think that that will tell a bigger story on uh what their service is going to be like in the future now let's talk about some other things now amazon luna does not at the time of this recording have a storefront so there's no place where you can buy uh, a game you know if you have a preference of something that you're you want to play uh, so there is no storefront of any kind. Um, I don't know if they plan on doing a storefront, but again, it, there's there's not one there. So you're only so this at this very moment, you're only going to get the uh, 55 titles to play. And, you know, you have the option to get their controller. So that's you know, it, it is what it is. Um, now, there is a catch to Amazon Luna, and this was a part that had me raise the people's eyebrow like the rock would say um so they they had so when i when i went i did the trial and the trial i believe is going to be for seven days and after doing the you know the opposite of that was that i could 
sign up for the additional uh, Ubisoft Plus. And Ubisoft Plus would bring a avalanche of titles, but obviously they'd all be from Ubisoft. Um, <clears throat> and that is an additional fourteen ninety nine. So, you know, you'll be spending well over 20 bucks to maintain two services to, you know, have a substantial library of games. Now, the bonus of something like Ubisoft Plus is that you're going to be playing more current titles, but at the time, you know, of this recording, the most current titles that they've released has been um, the popular uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla and Watch Dogs. Now, they, again, they, they have their entire backlog. So there are games that you may have missed in the past, maybe Far Cry 5, or um, <clears throat> maybe you haven't played The Division, um, or maybe you enjoy playing uh, Monopoly. You know, there <laughs> there's a lot of different games that they offer on the back end that you'd be able to take advantage of. But is spending over $20 worth it to have this wealth of library well to me i think this is kind of a bait and switch because you know if you don't have if you don't have a storefront to let me have a choice as a gamer then that's not that's not smart business i don't think it's smart business i think it's a i think it's a cool offering and i think it's a cool concept as far as what amazon luna is but I, I I definitely think that you have to adhere to the core of what gamers want, which is choice. And if gamers don't have a choice, then you're not going to get very many people to buy into your product. Now, how does how does Amazon Luna play? So I've given it some time um, and for the most part, it plays pretty well. Um, I started playing control right off the back and. You know, it was really funny because playing control, I got warned that my signal was uh, was subpar, but I didn't see any hiccups. I didn't see any slowdown. I didn't see anything happen. Um, I played some uh, some bloodstain and that was, you know, that played pretty well. Um, and then I played some Castlevania because they have the uh, the Castlevania collection and that played pretty good. You know, I, I tried to test all the levels of, of uh, you know, graphical fidelity and, and just how much strain a particular game could put on to the system. You know, I played The Surge 2. I played Metro Exodus. Um, Metro Exodus did come off a little choppy, so I felt like it may have strained a little bit there over streaming over the uh, the available internet that I had. But what was really odd was that I, I uh, tried to boot up um, the um, Contra collection, and that was the one that, you know, came through looking fragmented and, you know, kind of slow down and whatnot. And I don't know if it was a bad, like a, a bad day on my Internet or something, but it just didn't come through fine. And I just had a really tough time with that one. So I didn't get much uh, time to play. Uh, uh, you know, now th here's the other thing. And I and I don't know how it's not clear or if it's something that may be coming in the future. Because, again, you can purchase their controller and you can also purchase the phone clip. But the only 
the only app that they have at the moment, uh, as far as Amazon Luna, is the one to um, to configure your official Amazon Luna controller. Now, I you know with that, I don't know how they plan on doing the whole uh, seamless gameplay onto different systems. So that's something that I would like to figure out. Um, you know, how do they plan to have it transition from you know a computer screen to a television screen to a mobile device? Because um, it's not clear. So you know, again, uh, you know, it's 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 a it's a solid system. I think it could be fun for people who just want to grab something quick. Because again, for five ninety nine, you can get fifty five games, and if that's all you really cared about was just to have a a small library of games that you can just play over the internet, then yeah, it, it works. It, it works. So the next one I want to bring up is uh, going to be the one that I've talked about in a previous uh, episode. Uh, way back in the beginning of my episodes, actually. And uh, it's the uh, Google Stadia. And so Google Stadia has had a while to be out um, in the wild. And it, uh, you know, it it has it has evolved, uh, but not not so much that it's, you know, ground shaking or anything like that. So essentially, it's the same type of service that Amazon Luna is. But I do think that Google Stadia does uh, do some things a little differently. Now, one thing that they do differently is they offer a storefront. So you do have the ability to purchase games there. Now, I know that a lot of gamers, you know, with their feeling that they want to have tangible games, aren't really about the life of purchasing games from a service that costs you a subscription. I get it. You know, you have to pay nine ninety nine for Google Stadia, but, you know, the argument is, why should I pay nine ninety nine? to pay $59.99 for a game on their service. I totally understand. Um, But, you know, it it is what it is. So if you believe in Google Stadia and you believe that, you know, you want to play in a streaming service, then they they have your back in the way as much, you know, as to offer you a store to make your choices. Um, Now, one thing that I did find uh, really, really funny kind of odd but not not really odd but it's because it's kind of like how i was saying like you have to claim your games so i signed up for um i signed up for a second account on google stadia <clears throat> through another email that i have and um i noticed that some of the games that i was offered before weren't offered then and some of the things that weren't there be- <clears throat> you know weren't offered before were offered now so I had a whole different list of games, not radically different, but, you know, there were definitely some omissions that I noticed <clears throat> from my first, from my other account, but I didn't, I didn't really check on it, but I just knew, <clears throat> I just knew, I just kept telling myself like, dude, there's some, there's some stuff missing, but um, yeah, you know, it's, it's the same service. And the other, the other thing that, you know, they do is they offer, um, they offer a, they offer controllers so they have a line of controllers um they're all the same controller but you know they offer you choice as far as the style of gamer you are so you know for those who don't know they have their standard controller which is a white controller with a uh with kind of an orange accent you know when they um when they had their founders packs they had the midnight blue controllers i don't think those are in the wild anymore midnight blue with kind of an orange uh accent 
they have their wasabi, which is a really popular one, uh, you know, kind of a mint green color. Um, and then they have their standard black for, you know, the person who doesn't want uh, too much change from the normal style of controllers that they grab. Uh, and so that, you know, I think that's cool with Google Stadia, you know, having those different choices. But I think the, I think their controllers are pretty um, expensive. I think they're fifty nine ninety nine or sixty nine ninety nine, one of the two. Um, but at but at the time of this recording, they actually have a pretty sweet deal because they have um, if you uh, pre order uh, if you pre order um, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, uh, they'll just give you the uh, the setup off the back. They'll give you the controller <clears throat> and the uh, the Google uh, what is it the um, the thing you plug in the back of your TV, they give you the 4K one. So they, they'll give you those right off the back, which I think is kind of cool to get a $59.99 game and get a free $70 controller and, you know, a uh, you know a 4K receiver. I can't remember what that thing was called. I had I had two of them <laughs> before, and I just can't, can't – it escapes me. But, um, yeah, you know, their service is pretty much the same. Um, you know, no different, actually – tested it out uh just recently as i tested you know the amazon luna and plays the same now now here's here's the part where i was i was more impressed though because last night i was playing on my phone and before this is and this is this is a testament to their growth and how they're they're moving forward before you couldn't use mobile data in order to play games you had to be on Wi-Fi, whether it was on computer, TV, um, or your phone, you had to be on Wi-Fi. But now they've made the transition to where you can use mobile data uh, in order to play their games. So I literally uh, <clears throat> hooked up my Bluetooth controller to my uh, to my device, and I was playing Destiny Two, and I, I was having a good time. I mean, it was it was really really cool, and I think that I think that's kind of awesome to have that ability. Um, that's when the future really starts speaking to you when you're like playing like a full-fledged game that you really really enjoy and you're doing it in a manner that you prefer at that moment it just makes all the sense in the world now yeah of course not not many people would you know really be fighting to play a triple a title on their phone but if you have the ability why not you don't like I, i i kind of think about the instances where that would be applicable like let's say i'm at work and let's say it's cyberpunk 2077 and i have it for google stadia i think that that would be really cool to have played you know play on launch day um you know if i'm if i'm if i'm dodging doing work play it on my computer and when i'm at lunch i can be playing it on my phone while i'm sitting in my car in the parking lot like that to me just is all kinds of cool you know, I, I, I personally see it as cool. I, you know, some people will say, well, you could just wait until you get home. Yeah, you could, but you know, I don't know. Like I'm a different kind of beast. I have a different kind of way that I think about things, but you know, it is what it is. And you know, that, that in essence is Google Stadia. Now here's where we're going to start getting really, um, into some, into some awesome territory. Now, before I even begin, I'm going to say the only cloud service that I haven't been able to try has been the Xbox cloud service. And I believe it's because <clears throat> a, <clears throat> their, um, their cloud service, uh, I, I believe it was a beta is over and I can't get access to it. Um, and it's just, it's just not openly available to the public. So 
I wasn't able to take advantage of that. I wasn't able to see what uh, that was like. So that is one. But um, but I but I will compare it's um, I will compare it to the, the closest thing, which was PlayStation Now. So uh, I tested PlayStation Now. Now, here, here's here's the really funny thing about PlayStation Now. PlayStation Now was so unplayable. What, two years ago? Like because it, it was it was out, but it was just like, what is this? Like and it just was not even playable. Like I just didn't even want to give it the time of day, right? But man, I played it yesterday and I was sorely impressed. Like it's kinda cool because like okay, so here's the thing. So you you're going to get all of these top tier titles. Like that's the one thing where I think it blows Stadia out of the water and it blows Luna out of the water right away with things like the Xbox cloud service and PlayStation. Now you just have a ton of games that you absolutely want to play. It's not even a question there. You know, again, I'm playing on the PlayStation now and I mean, they had Yakuza five. They had uh, Street Fighter five. They had, um, you know, uh, House of the Dead Overkill. They had so many different games. They had Bloodborne. They had Injustice two. They had all of the games. That and 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 the cool thing about it is that, you know, you you just you just kind of rotate through their through their list and you just add them to your to your list, and your list just stays yours. And it, it's it's super awesome. And what I really, really enjoyed was just, again, it was the factor of how familiar I am with the library and what they offer. It was, you know, like you, you with the with Google Stadia and with uh, Amazon Luna, you know, they give you a handful of games, but it's like it's it's kind of like those games that you you missed for a reason. It's kind of like these are the games that you really didn't care to give a shot but I guess they're kind of spoon feeding you, so why not? It's five ninety nine or it's nine ninety nine for the service. Why not? It's offered. It's free. Let me just play. But no, PlayStation Now. It's like all good stuff. It's great. Um, now here's here's the part where where I was a little upset. So now now wait first first before we talk about upset, let me let me just say it is super cool if you have any type of uh, game experience in any one of those games. So like if you if you have a safe state in any of those games, you can pick up right where you left off. Period. Like I I, I booted up Injustice 2 and I was able to play with my level 20 Dr. Fate just right away. With all my cool armor and everything, it was all there. However, and this is where I think that they have an issue or maybe there was something that I overlooked but you can't for some reason you can't um get you can't get your DLC that's something that you can't do because like with me like and and I I, I even tried it like so with Injustice 2 um I you know I pre-ordered it and got Dark Side and um you know that he's he's one of my other favorite characters he's it's so funny because like when Darkseid was announced, it was kind of like in the same vein of like Goro when he got announced for Mortal Kombat X. And um, 
you know, it's like, oh my goodness, I just want to play with Goro. But but Darkseid was like totally different. Like he gets announced and I'm like, dude, I'm going to main him and I'm not going to play with anybody else. But then I found out that I was really, really uh, enthusiastic about Dr. Fate and, and I just, that that's my main. But anyway, uh, you know, Darkseid is who I wanted to play with. I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to switch off between Fate and, and Darkseid and, and see if I, see if I'm still any good at the game and, you know, whatever, but they wouldn't allow me to get my DLC. And it literally told me, like, I went to the uh, DLC menu and it said, this is not, this is not available on uh, PlayStation Now. Just straight up not not available. And I, I, don't, I don't know, like, I, I couldn't understand why. Like, I, I just couldn't understand why. I, I would have preferred um, a larger, a larger reasoning to why I couldn't have what I purchased. So that just kind of left me a little salty. Um, <clears throat> it got, you know, and, and then it, I'm, I don't know, like it kind of reversed itself with Street Fighter V because all of the uh, additional characters that I paid for there were open and available. Everybody that I paid for, you know, up to up to uh, the new edition with Gil and, and all the other uh, people, I had them. They were there. I had them all. So I so I couldn't I couldn't understand how I couldn't have one DLC character in one game, but then I had them had everything I paid for in another one. And then it really kind of burned me when I um when I was when I booted up uh, Bloodborne, and you know they they told me like oh you know you got your save data this that and the other okay cool got my save data transferred I'm filling it and then it tells me. You can't pick up where you left off because you don't have um, the DLC. And I'm thinking I do have the DLC, but you guys just aren't allowing the DLC to access, you know, your system. So what's going on? So so it, it did leave me feeling a little sour. So it's almost like with PlayStation Now, even though they're giving you some really awesome games and they will allow you to pick up where you left off in particular games. If you paid for something that you might be enthusiastic about, you run a risk of not having that available. So that was kind of like, uh, really, really? So I don't know, but it, but you know, again, I, that one PlayStation now had me more excited <laughs> than, than Stadia and Luna combined, you know, even combined, they would they would have more games than what I saw on PlayStation Now. And with the offering that PlayStation Now had, I was just like, dude, this is heaven. This is heaven. And I can only I could only imagine how awesome um, the Xbox cloud service would be, considering all of the amazing games that the Xbox has had over the years. Like it, it, it would be it would be it would basically be a mirror, a mirror image of, of one another. But at the very least, I would hope that they over at Microsoft would allow you to get your DLC. So if anybody's listening from Sony, please fix that, because I think it's kind of crappy when, you know, you own something and you're not able to take advantage of what you own. Come on. So moving right along, um, I wanted to talk about uh, one of the other services that's out there, and it's the um, NVIDIA GeForce Now. And that is a service that's a little tricky which to be quite honest i didn't get a chance to even test it and here's why so what their service essentially does is it 
you know, for a fee, which they have three tiers. So you can do uh, you can do free and it gives you an hour to play cloud gaming service. Um, you can do um, you can do the four ninety nine per month or you can do the I think it's twenty four ninety nine or uh, twenty six ninety nine. One of those for like six months. And uh, so what it does is it takes games you own and it basically get, like, let's say, OK, so let's say you purchase, uh, I don't know, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. And let's say that, you know, the current system that you have is obsolete to play that title. You know, we all have done it. We all have gone to uh, the website. Can I run this? And, you know, you you are disheartened when you find out that your computer uh, doesn't have the ability to play particular games. So, you know, you're probably going to have to look forward to either upgrading your system or playing it somewhere where it's more applicable. Um, Cyberpunk 2077, let's let's use that one as an excuse. So, you know, let's say that, you know, your current system is not going to be um, able to play Cyberpunk 2077. So what the uh, NVIDIA GeForce Now does is it basically uh, it basically transitions a game that you own to their cloud service and streams that game at the highest resolution and and has all of the uh, requirements in check so that you can play it at at the highest quality. Just 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 like that, like your computer can be completely incapable of playing Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, but with the NVIDIA GeForce Now they would give you the ability to play it because they're streaming it to you. So the only thing that, so what they do is they just, they verify the owning of a game and then give you access to it. Now, here's where that got tricky. I am a player of Steam games and most of my games that I own on PC are through Steam. And I did not see an option for them to, integrate their their understanding that i own those games so i didn't see the you know there was no ability to transition anything so i was just like okay and i mean they did have you know i think epic games uh they had a transition system for epic games i don't and i i don't know like i was just confused i was just sorely confused i was sorely confused and i would have much rather the service had said hey let you know um sign in sign into these uh services if you have them we'll scan these services for your games and then we'll give you a list of everything that you own that would have been better to me than for them for me to go because they'll show you a list of games right but nothing that they show you on the on the screen is applicable to you it's like they're showing you you know they're showing you you know watchdogs legion and you own assassin's creed it's like it doesn't make sense it's like they're show they show you the wrong stuff that that again it has no relation to what you possibly may own and i personally think that their service is backwards only because only because nobody's going to go out and buy a game knowing that it's obsolete for their system it's not going to happen so it re- it really just seems like a service that's that's out there for people who either make the clumsy mistake of buying a game that um that 
you know their system can't play or I, I don't know I I, re- I really don't know who it's for I don't like I can't even make up an excuse and I, and I don't know why I don't know why a gamer would want to pay for a mistake that they made you know if you did buy something on accident and you know and your system couldn't play it like I I think the last time I bought a game that my system couldn't play and I didn't really think about it was Final Fantasy uh what 14 or, or was it yeah I think that was the last that was the last time I I bought a game that my my system just couldn't play and I and I and I and I just didn't think about it so I don't so I don't I don't know I mean I I don't know I don't know who who uh Nvidia is is uh looking for as far as what type of gamers they want um but again there's a lot of different things to be offered when it comes to cloud service and and again I know cloud gaming is not for everybody but I do think that there's a there's a level of convenience that cloud gaming gives gamers that you know you can't get from a console like consoles are cool consoles are you know awesome in every in every right but this is the way i look at it not everybody has the money to spend on a console like right now i mean i'm i'm gonna wait till march before i get a playstation 5 for one for one reason and another you know first reason being i don't have the money right now second reason being amazon employees are going crazy because they're stealing people's stuff (laughs) Like, I don't understand it. Like, it's not that serious. These these game systems are not that serious, but apparently they are to other people. And and I think that, you know, when it comes to push and shove, they'll do what they have to do to put a, you know, a stolen system under their Christmas tree this this year, which, yeah, that's just that's just plain wrong. Um, But, yeah, you know, like here here's what I'm going to do here. Here's what I'm going to do. This this is exactly what I plan to do within the until March. I'm actually going to invest in cloud gaming. Now, I've sat here and I've talked about all the cloud gaming services that there are. And I'm gonna just tell you straight up. <clears throat> I I enjoy them all, but I think the one that has the most potential and the one that is gonna stand above the rest is Google Stadia. Period. Amazon Luna is cool, but they really don't have an identity. They really they really haven't shown what what they're trying to get out of gamers. Like they don't they don't really have a direction. Like they like they have they I mean they, kudos to them for offering a ton of games right off the back, but again, without a without a storefront, um without a you know w- with you know, in addition to adding other subscriptions, you know, with the Ubisoft Plus, which you can do without Luna, you can totally do that without Luna. That like that's the part that kind of like I was like, what? You, you can totally just do Ubisoft Plus and you don't need Amazon Luna at all. So, yeah, there there's that. Um, PlayStation Now. Cool. Great. I'm pretty sure Xbox uh, cloud service will be great. Um, but where I was lost was just with the factor of 
not being able to fully understand that everything that I currently own with with that service is available to me. Like, I, like I'll be honest, I just felt disheartened. I was excited because of everything that was there, but I was disheartened by the limitations. It was like I was limited. Especially, especially with my favorite game in the whole wide world, Bloodborne, like the minute it told me that I could not access my DLC, I was like, yeah, I can't. I, I would not pay for this. Like if I had paid for that, that would had that, that would have had me screaming at the wall. And uh, yeah, GeForce now, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend it to anybody because to me, there's there's no clear understanding on what it is they're offering like they're offering to high res your game your obsolete games or give you the potential to play games that you own at their highest level but i mean why would you worry about like i said you you'd literally have to you'd literally have to be making the mistake of buying games that that are that are superior to your system and then, and and would you and I mean you you'd be better off upgrading your system than putting in for subscription to allow you to play through a service at at its highest level. It just does I don't know it just doesn't make any sense. So that one kind of loses it for me. So again, I think that the clear winner out of everyone is Google Stadia. And look, <clears throat> you know Google Stadia they they just they're they're hitting all of the bells. They got a they got a robust storefront. You know, they're offering current games and I believe that their games are, you know, I believe that what they offer in the future is going to grow. They definitely have to get into the sports world because that's that's going to they, they have to, you know, they got to get with the Madden. They got to keep doing the 2K. They got to get the WWE games. They got to get all that stuff there. That stuff has to come. Because that stuff's going to going to get that's going to make them some money and it's going to get them a bigger crowd. Um, you know, I, 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 again, I said this before and I'll say it again. I think that, I think that they, you know, like they did a really good thing. Like, I don't know what that whole scare was as far as, um, as far as cyberpunk 2077, making that announcement that they weren't going to be able to launch on stadia day and date. But now they got that reversed and now it is going to come out on the same day as everything else. Like, that's huge. And they need more of that. They need more. They need more AAA titles to come out on the same day that they come out on everything else. And. And they'll win, you know, if they can if they can continue to secure AAA titles and make sure that they come out on the same day that they come out on every other system. They will they will win for sure. And lastly, I mean, they just, you know, it, it's they have the deepest pockets, in my opinion. I mean, well, in reality, in reality, Amazon has the deepest pockets. But 
I just think their vision is skewed. But, you know, Google has deep pockets and they're able to really back this this whole endeavor and make this into something for the future. Like, the, you know, nothing comes off perfect in the beginning, but, you know, their next iteration or their revamp or whatever, this could totally change the landscape of how cloud gaming is done. And I'm looking forward to that. And with that said, <laughs> you know, I'm going to be buying one of the biggest titles to, to end this year off Cyberpunk 2077 on Google Stadia. That's where I'm going to buy my copy. I'm going to buy my copy on Google Stadia because bottom line, that game's going to be huge and I want to play it everywhere. So that's what I'm going to be doing. So, you know, I could be the laughing stock or I could just be somebody playing it six ways from Sunday and enjoying every bit of it. And I think I'd prefer the latter. So that's what I'm going to be doing. And it's going to be a great, great time. And if you want to have a great time with Cyberpunk 2077, then you have one more week. <clears throat> Next week's episode, we are going to be announcing the winner of the Cyberpunk 2077 contest. So if you haven't entered and you live in the U.S. and you want to own a copy of Cyberpunk 2077, then please, 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 please go ahead and enter the contest. It is super simple. All you have to do is <clears throat> hit me up on Twitter. My Twitter handle is more T A podcast. That's M O O R E T A podcast. And uh, go into my DMS, <clears throat> hit me up and just say, I want cyberpunk. That's it. You have nothing else to do, but type that in. I want cyberpunk and you are entered to win. And I'm going to be announcing the winner next week on the episode. And once I announce that winner, I'm going to get in contact with you. <clears throat> I'm going to see what what copy you want. And then I'm going to send you your game. I'm going to ship you your game. And that's how we're going to end that. So um, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. I really enjoyed uh, talking. I love talking about cloud gaming. I, talk, I love talking about gaming in general. But I just felt like with, um, you know, with the recent release of Amazon Luna, I just kind of wanted to revamp my understanding of what cloud gaming was and just kind of bring it back to the light for a lot of you who may either be confused on the fence. Maybe you're standing on the opposite side of the fence and saying, no way, Jose, and just need a little enlightening because, yeah, you, you know, there's something to understand about every way that we can be gamers. So, yeah, that's mission accomplished. So with that being said, guys, I'm going to get out of here. You guys are always great. Thank you guys for showing up. Uh, this is James, more than a podcast. Do me that favor, guys. Take care of yourselves and each other and i will see you guys next time bye guys